Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's our final Dev Camp interview. We have 2021 first round pick Tyler Boucher. And the Leafs and Ilya Samsonov have settled a deal in arbitration. But of course, the question everyone's asking how does this affect the Ottawa Senators? We'll find out soon, have that discussion. And Brady Kachuk has found his forever line mate. It's all that's coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team. Every day, your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators podcast. Welcome inside episode 846 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, we are free and available wherever you download your podcast. Also on YouTube, where the road to 6,000 is already here. Now the road to 10,000 continues. Today is Monday, July 24th in Pilsy. Still no news. It's eerily quiet on the front for RFAs, Shane Pinto and Igor Sokolov. Are you worried at all yet? No, I'm not worried. I mean, I'm very confident both these deals are going to get done. Uh, I think, like we talked about last year, the the little bit of news from Leafland with uh, Ilya Samsonov uh, settling his arbitration deal with the Leafs, I just went on Cat Friendly, Ross, and the Leafs are $12 million over the salary cap. So they're going to have to do something, and that something is likely going to be, or hopefully, a Matt Murray buyout, which would save the Sens some money. And then once the Sens know whether they're going to save money on the Matt Murray buyout or not, I think that's when they're going to start looking at different ways they can rearrange or not rearrange, but arrange their roster and what kind of deals they can give to Shane Pinto and Igor Sokolov and how much money they'll have left over to possibly spend on potential UFAs. That's the other eerie part of this is that there's just been no free agent movement over the last week or so, right? Like we knew Vladimir Tarasenko changed agents and we thought that was going to kind of, you know, get a bit of a rush on him signing. We know Thomas Tatar hasn't been able to find a contract yet either. There's a few other names in the free agent market. One thing we do know, though, is that the Senators will be a cap team next year. And right now they have $5.03 million to spend. If Matt Murray was to be bought out, we will find out between Wednesday and Friday. Uh, The buyout window opens. Ilya Samsonov, uh, they just split the difference for Ilya Samsonov's contract. I don't think that was much of a surprise to anyone where he came in high, Leafs came in low, and they said, you know what? Let's just meet you in the middle. $3.55 million. So that opens the second buyout window where anyone who's making over $4 million on their cap can get bought out and that's Matt Murray. And it just kind of feels natural that when you bring in a goalie at that price, the other goalie is kind of the guy who's out when reliability had been a factor for Matt Murray with the Toronto Maple Leafs. But if he is bought out, that's 1.3 million extra. Pilsy, 6.3 million in cap space certainly has a bit more, uh, you know, leniency or flexibility than what they have right now. It basically, you know, pays for, for a full contract of a bottom six guy. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, you can easily get Pinto in there and then you could probably get one more guy. I think, Ross, what 
what we'll end up seeing is the Pinto and Sokolov contracts will get cleaned up. And then similar to, and I'm not saying this type of player, but the style of deal, like Tyler Mott last year, right? Like free agency is basically almost done. And it's just a player and his agent being like, well, we got to get you playing somewhere. So let's take a one-year deal and uh, let's go with that. So I think that's something we could see is later on in the offseason, after the RFAs are cleaned up, just a one-year deal with another forward happens. Well, that was right before training camp. Tyler Mott's yeah. on September 14th. So are you thinking maybe it's a September situation where, hey, maybe we even see a guy come in on a PTO like Derek Broussard did last year. But I don't know if they necessarily need that this year because they will have fair competition in camp just the way it is with, you know, the McEwens of the world, the Yuri Smakals of the world making up some some spots at training camp and then you have the prospects pushing the Igors the Tyler Boucher's who we're going to get into before our conversation with him and then Roby Arventi at some point you know uh the second pick of the second round you should be seeing some NHL games but again you got to pump the brakes with it's just you know the the contract trast between uh Yarventi and Sokolov same draft same round but Igor is like almost three full years older than him at the time they were drafted. So uh, there is a, a bit of flexibility there with with Yarventi. But I'm excited, man. Even a guy like Matthew Highmore could, could be a guy who comes in. He's got a ton of NHL games, almost 200 under his belt. So there will be plenty of competition. But we're just hoping more so for a guy who could come in and kind of lock down a spot, right? I, I don't know if I'm interested in just having like a borderline NHLer come in because I feel like they do have a lot of those guys right now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying that's what I'm hoping happens. I'm just saying that's the type of deal we could happen, even if it's with a Tatar or Tarasenko, just a one-year deal at you know a bit of a discount price just because they're like, hey, we, we're not going to sit out the season and no one signed us. So maybe that's something that ends up happening. Oh, well, you know, whenever anything does happen, you'll be able to find us with new videos, new reactions on YouTube at Send Central on Twitter, Locked On Dot Senators on Instagram. Of course, the show is Locked On Senators. We are in summer hibernation, which means three episodes a week, more than you'll get from anywhere else in the Senators sphere. And we want to make sure that interview season continues on a strong note. We hope you've enjoyed all eight interviews from Sen's Dev Camp, from Pierre Dorian to Dave Bell. Great stories out of Dave Bell. And then, you know, we've brought you all sorts of players from Philip Nordberg and Oscar Pedersen, Hoyt Stanley, Tyler Clevin. I am already starting to run out of names, Pilsy. Help me out here. Tyler Boucher on today's episode. Of course. No, but I feel like I'm missing someone still. Am I not? Tyler Clevin. Tyler Clavin, of course. Well, I think that this week, I think it's fair to say that we are going to have the two players who were as close to NHL ready as we've seen from anybody at Dev Camp. Today is Tyler Boucher. Friday, Stephen Halliday, the disher himself. I'm not I'm not even going to say it's crazy. And I know our guy Nick Spence mentioned on Twitter, like this guy could be in the Hobie Baker conversation next year. With the numbers he put up last season and where he was among his peers, the Fantillies of the world, that these were the only guys who had more assists than him. Him and Logan Cooley, who was second overall in the 2022 draft. So um, that, to me, is is pretty interesting. And we're excited to chat with uh, Stephen Halliday Friday. But yeah, those two are buzzing at Dev Camp. Oh, yeah. I mean, Tyler Boucher's release was the one thing I noticed from him. Like, that shot was getting off his stick, and it was coming in hot and, like, if he missed the net, the sound of the puck hitting the boards was like thunder. Like he, he was absolutely ripping it. And then Stephen Halliday just looked like 
I, I don't I don't know how to word this properly, but he looked like a guy that is kind of showing he doesn't need to be there. Like he was he was a cut above the rest and it was obvious. Yes. And well, you just have to listen to every single interview we did, including what you're about to hear with Tyler Boucher, which is one player who's impressed you at Dev Camp, Stephen Halliday. Stephen yeah. Halliday, Stephen Halliday, Stephen Halliday. Sick hands. There's a reason why he's been able to put up points at every level. And uh, yeah, so we're excited to chat with him. But with Tyler Boucher, man, first year pro coming up for him. And I'm I'm really intrigued. I think this is probably one of the more underrated storylines because I think a lot of Senators fans have just been like, hey, if it works out, cool. But obviously the injuries have been a factor and not being able to play enough games. The pick was seen as a reach at the time. But, man, I think with a solid start to the season, man, he could really turn some heads playing either in Belleville or in Ottawa. And he's their last first-round draft pick in years. Like, no no first-rounder last year. The other first-rounder went in the Debrinket deal, and then before that it was Tyler Boucher. So definitely uh, an interesting year for him. And you know what? I, I hope he spends a good chunk of the season in Belleville, not because I – don't want him in Ottawa. That's not what I'm saying. Just because I think if he can get consistent playing time, that's this year for me is about nothing more than consistent playing time for Boucher. I don't care where he's playing. I just need to see him in games and have uh, an understanding of his role so he can start building on things in his pro career. Very well said. With that, let's get to our interview with Tyler Boucher. His one, two, three, fourth time. Unlocked on Senators. We're big fans of the the player, the person as well. So uh, we're excited to bring this one to you. A lot of laughs and uh, TikTok cooking. Is that what's uh, on the menu in the Boucher household? All that and more next. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Athletic Greens. Guys, summer is here. Ross has the AG1 going. I got the AG1 going. It's summer. Ross has been uh, doing everything he can so he can fit into his wedding suit. And uh, it's going- you're going to say wedding dress. <laughs> no, no. It's, the suits are going to look sharp. I just picked my suit up too. So I'm on the AG1 kick as well. So I can look uh, almost as good as Ross on his big day. But if you're trying to lose some pounds, whether it's it's wedding season, beach season, uh, you want to just incorporate a better, healthier lifestyle, the best way to do that and the simplest way is with one delicious scoop of AG1 in your glass of water every morning because with that, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and more so you can start your day off right. And this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, aging, and it's lifestyle friendly. AG1 contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting great. So right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free, free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance from Athletic Greens. Today's episode is also brought to you by one of our favorite places to go, especially in the summer. It's Farm to Fork, Farm to Fork Meats, farmtoforkdelivery.ca, and use promo code SENS10 for 10% off your first purchase. Go check out their website. I'm on it right now. 
Farm 2 with the number 2, farm2forkdelivery.ca. I'm looking at the summer steak bundles, 30 steaks for less than $10 per steak when you use Sends 10. That is a kicker of a deal. And the best part is that they're raised hormone-free, antibiotic-free. There's a reason why we say that you'll never go back to grocery store meats when you come to Farm to Fork. They're also vacuum-sealed, frozen, right off the butcher's block. So when you open up your freezer, you can just pull out the amount of meat that you want that day. You have to check out all the great bundles, all the great deals, and they will deliver right to you anywhere in Ontario. Most of Quebec, just type in your zip code on farmtoforkdelivery.ca and you can get delivered right to your door at Farm to Fork. It's a local Ottawa company, so make sure you're supporting them. Farmtoforkdelivery.ca, promo code SENDS10, SENDS10 gets you 10% off at farmtoforkdelivery.ca. Taste the Farm to Fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store meats. All right, now let's get to today's interview with Senator's first round pick here is Tyler Boucher. All right, now very pleased to be joined by a four-time recurring guest. Fourth time on Locked On Senators for Sense First Round Pick, Tyler Boucher. Tyler, welcome back, man. How you doing? Doing good. Good to see you guys. Yeah, likewise, man. So you're back on the ice now. What's been the rehab process? You've been out since World Juniors, and that was a tough injury, man. You are playing so well in the tournament, too. A couple goals, and then, so how's the rehab? Just take us through all that. Yeah, obviously it was tough, but I mean, it's going great. I think I'm ahead of schedule, and I'm excited for next year. Yeah, now you've been in Ottawa for quite a while now. It's awesome getting to play for the 67s and uh, being in the town of uh, where you're drafted. Is Ottawa starting to feel a little bit like home for you now? 100%. I mean, at the start, I, I was a little shaky on it. I'll be honest with you. I, it, was, it was new coming up to Canada. But, yeah. Um, you know, growing to, growing to have a soft spot for, for Ottawa. I spent a lot of time here. Been here all summer, last summer. So, um, you know, I love it. Um, People are great, and it's a, it's a great city. To play. Last time he gave us the most determined answer, he's like, you know what? I just come to the rink, I work, I go home. But now you have to have had some time to explore the city. Is there anything that stands out around town, whether it's you know up in the Gatineau or a, a restaurant that you like that makes you feel like you're a part of the community? I mean, there's a lot going on. Um, I, I, don't, I can't really pick one. I mean, well, you take in a football game every now and again. True, yeah. So yeah. I threw a Bucks game there the other day. Um, I mean... I, for me, I'm a big dinner guy. I like the food <laughs> spots to eat, so that's kind of what I do. I've been kind of searching for that. Um, just different spots all around Ottawa, kind of exploring. Um, I don't know. Big one. I like Nordique spot. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Good, Ooh. Spot. Good call. Take the girl up there, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah have to. Awesome. Have to. Uh, are you still uh, cooking at home, though? Because you were bragging about your steaks last time we had you on. Oh, yeah. Still great. Yeah. Improving. Yep, yep. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's it's uh it's a acquired skill getting that steak just right. So so nothing wrong. With well, Pil- Pilsy posts his steaks on Instagram, but he doesn't black and white. He says it's cooked perfect, oh. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get the TikTok reels or whatever going, and they have like the thirty second cooking videos. Yeah. And that's that's how I learned. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. TikTok yeah. cooking recipes. Yeah. Uh, how's Dev Camp been so far? Uh, you get a chance to meet some of the new, the new players. Yeah, day one. Uh, Yesterday it was exciting, everyone coming in, being at the hotel. Uh, we went to some of the guys who grabbed dinner at, at Joey's yesterday. But yep. um, you know, I think the first day, obviously, it's everyone's a little shy, a little awkward. But you know, once you get to know everybody, all hockey players, you know, pretty much the same. Oh yeah. Um, so share some stories and have some laughs. You've been here a couple times now. So are you kind of helping out with the younger guys, like the Hoyt Stanleys of the world, and the guys who just got drafted, kind of get their feet wet here? Yeah, I mean. For me, I, I didn't skate yesterday, so I'm a little bit of, out of the group, a little bit. Um, can't, you know, no contact, but 
um, yeah, I, I'm an older guy, I guess you could say now, and um, I think it's my job to be to be a leader here. Um, that's what I'm trying to do. Now, what's been your main focus for the off season? I, I know you're still kind of rehabbing the shoulder. So, is there different parts of your game you're uh, working on, like maybe looking at film more or something like that? Yeah, I watch film. I think um, obviously getting you know strength in my shoulder back, stuff yep. like that. Um, I have an unbelievable support group here. Like these guys are, they're unbelievable. They awesome. take care of me like above and beyond. Yep. From strength coaches to you know athletic trainers to Pierre to Trent, like they're all they're amazing. So um, that's why I'm here. That's why I stay here. I, I believe in what you know what their their plan is, and yep. you know I'll do anything to to get there. Awesome. Let's talk about your dad for a second. Okay. Guy was on a mission in the playoffs. Like, is his schedule like crazier than he was even when he was playing, moving all over the place? Yeah, it, it's nuts. Like, I, I don't know if a lot of people understand that job. It's a lot of it's a lot of homework. Like, yeah, he studies very. very he knows hard. stuff. Yeah, like, I think if you know if I got up there, I'd be stuttering. I, I wouldn't. I'd be terrible. It's it's a hard job. It looks harder than it is on TV, but. Yeah, I mean, travel left and right. He's flying everywhere. I don't even know where he is sometimes. So I'll give him a call. He's like, "Ah, oh, Vegas." I'm like, right. Okay. But um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's awesome to yeah. see him calling the games. I think he does a great job. It's a goalie friendly show. We we love kind of what the perspective that he brings in. But last year, he was in the Hall of Fame game. Came down to to work out with you a little bit. Did you humble him a little bit when you were out there with him? <laughs> I think he got humbled at the All-Star game. He <laughs> got a sunburn there. I'd <laughs> say. No, I'm kidding. It was nice. It was cool. I haven't I haven't done that in a couple of years with him. So um, it was pretty special for him to throw the pads on. I get the rips and bucks on him just like the old times. So. Did mom tell you to keep him down? Well, he was like, I was starting off like throwing muffins. He was like, yeah, you can rip it. So give him I, some soft ones, get his confidence up. And then I wired one at his collarbone and he was like all mad at me, but. <laughs> so it's like Joe Thornton did to you, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bar down. <laughs> That's just it. So is there any player here? And I know you weren't on the ice yesterday, but you're excited to kind of watch their development kind of alongside you. Um, I mean, sure. Everybody, I think, um, you know, Stevie holidays, uh, decided to come up here. He's here for a couple of weeks. Is he actually six four two fifteen? That's what they listed him at. He looks like he's, he's big, <laughs> big boy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, working out with, with him, um, Soko's, uh, here now, um, Jorian. So I think obviously we all have the same goal in mind. So it's, you know, it's nice to push each other every day and, and be around guys who, you know, care as much as you do. Are there still guys from out of town or from other teams that are skating with you guys as well? I know Carl stops by the Senseplex time uh, in the summer as well, or it's a small group right now. And then they kind of add on come August. Yeah. I think it's like more so later on, obviously like you see G around the rank, but he lives here. But nice. Yeah. I, I think more towards August, we had more of those uh, bigger Bigger pro skates yeah. kind of ramping up towards training camp. So that's pretty cool, though. Eh? We, we brought it up before he even played here because obviously the Philadelphia connection with you growing up while your dad played for the Flyers. And then we saw when G signed here, there was that video you guys happened to run into each other. Yeah. So just kind of cool. And it just shows how kind of small world the NHL and hockey is in, in total. Eh? Yeah, 100%. I mean, the hockey world is so small. Like everybody knows each other, everybody knows a guy that knows somebody. So um, yeah, I mean, growing up, I obviously was a big Flyers fan. Um, you know, G and, and Danny Breer were, were my were my guys yep. in, in the playoffs. You know, they always showed up. Like Mike Richards, Jeff Carter, I, I could name off a million guys from that team. But um, they were a special team to watch. Definitely. Um, 
And yeah, it's it's crazy that uh, you know I'm here and he's here at the same time, so hopefully I have a chance to play with him. Final question for me, and I mean, Redley Greg said the same thing too. He's like, "Yeah, I love G," and then all of a sudden he assists on his first NHL goal. Like, that's pretty sick, eh? And I know you lived with Ridley last summer as well. You told us it was like five protein shakes a day trying to put on some weight. But hey, how cool is that seeing him kind of make his jump to the NHL? Yeah, it was awesome. Obviously, training with him that summer, and he's just a great guy. You know what I mean? Like really down to earth. Um, you know, he works his ass off. Uh, I think he deserves everything he gets. So he's going to be a big-time player and I'm really happy for him. And obviously Jake, too, had a great year and two great guys that kind of take me under their wing. Snub for the Calder, eh? Oh, yeah. Come on. (laughs) Big-time snub. Uh, Final question for me, and thanks for your time, Tyler. This has been awesome. Uh, We talked about the offseason a little bit, but for the season, what are are some goals that you have uh, for this upcoming season? I mean, yeah, it's my my first year pro, which I've been looking forward to for a long time, so. Um, you know, for me, it's, it's about having a big summer and, and trying to make the team. Um, that's my that's my goal. If I have to go to Belleville, like, sure. Um, you know, it's not going to change my mindset. I'm yep. excited to, to play there, too, um, wherever I may be. So I'm going to work hard. And that's about it. We know your uh, second father. We talked about Brian Boucher, Laleem's Martian. You got any questions for uh, Tyler? Okay. All right. Tyler, really appreciate your time, man. And best of luck this summer. And we're excited to watch you make the jump next year to pro hockey. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's great, dude. Appreciate it. Yep. Stick taps to Tyler for joining us. Really fun conversation. Great kid. Good head on his shoulders. And I'm really looking forward to what he's going to bring to the table next season. Coming up, we're going to get into a little Brady Kachuk talk. The, the tables at the wedding got a whole lot of play. So we'll touch on that right after a quick word. You're listening to Locked on Senators. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at the Glebe Central Pub, the GCP. We love our friends over at the Glebe Central Pub, Ross. That's where we're going when we're hitting uh, downtown Ottawa, when we're going out for drinks, when we're trying to get some food after. We've had Shawarma Palace after. We've had a Sens game. The shuttle is coming back this season. I'm so excited for that. Anywhere you want To get your Glebe Central Pub, you got to go to 779 Bank Street. That's where they're located at. Ross, you've got all the specials that are happening uh, coming up here. You want to read off some of those for our listeners? Well, I always just go on Instagram, Glebe Central Pub. Glebe Central Pub on Instagram. They always let you know all sorts of live music, all sorts of trivia nights. There's never a dull day at the Glebe Central Pub. So make sure you're following them there and head over to 779 Bank Street and make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. Visit them at 779 Bank Street right in the heart of the Glebe. Go check them out. It's the Glebe Central Pub. Right, Pillsy, final segment today's show. Really appreciative of Tyler Boucher for joining us as well. Talking weddings, talking uh, yeah. and dad with AG1. Your wedding man. season. Whew. It really is. Did Brady Kachuk have every single person who he's ever played with at the Auto Senators invited to the wedding? I mean, even just the overall numbers, I want to say there was over 200 people uh, there celebrating with them, and and who wouldn't want to be there? But I I thought this one table was hilarious. It was all the former Senators at one table. It was Alex DeBrinkett. It was interesting seeing him there with his wife. Mark Stone was at that table. Dylan Gambrell was at that table, and so was Chris Tierney. Yeah, Alex Dabrinkit at, at, at this wedding must have been interesting. You know, like like we've mentioned, I I honestly don't think there's any hard feelings between uh, the players. It's part of the business, and uh, 
Dabrinkit never said he was sticking around, so they kind of thought this might happen. But the vibes would be a little different, that's for sure. Um, I know which table I'm looking at that I wish I was sitting at for sure, though. I went over all of them. Which one? It's the easy answer for me. It's got to be table eight. I mean, table eight is absolutely stacked. They got Josh Norris, Quinn Hughes, Luke Hughes, Jack Hughes, Jake Sanderson, Shane Pinto, Casey Fitzgerald, and Christian Fisher. I mean, that's a table where it's all the boys, all the hockey players, none of the plus ones at that table, just uh, a lot of good American players there. So that'd be a blast to be at that table. Well, I don't know if you saw, but there was a Twitter account that put together, um, they put together a, a lineup sheet, premature yeah. line combos of all the players at Brady Kachuk's wedding and it's big head hockey, but I mean, he didn't even put Brady on the list. I mean, Brady would want to get in the mix too. No, but <laughs> you would think just quickly, I'll read it off. Cause it is hilarious. Uh, I would obviously do things a little different. I'm not putting Timmy at left wing on the second line. He's playing top line center on my team, but yeah, it was Matthew Kachuk, Jack Hughes, Mark Stone, Tim Stutzla, Robert Thomas, Alex Debrinkit, Shane Pinto, Josh Norris, Dylan Gambrell, Parker Kelly, uh, Christian Fisher, uh, Ryan Donato, Mark Kastelik up front. And then how's like this decor might be like one of the best in the NHL. Quinn Hughes with Jacob Chikrin, Jake Sanderson with Thomas Shabbat, Nick Holden with Luke Hughes, and then uh, the Sens old goalies. I should mention uh, Nick Holden and Cam Talbot were also at that former Sens table. You got Keith Kachuk, Tom Fitzgerald there. Uh, there was also a former Heisman winner. Who is there? Apparently, obviously, the just two hockey families. Even Emma Kachuk. Now we can say uh, her family's all, all uh, hockey all the time. John Ferracini was uh, um, the captain at Harvard last year. So, anyways, kind of cool that uh, Brady Kachuk's tied the knot. A lot of good photos coming out of that one. So I was shedding a, a tear or two as well. So congratulations to uh, to both them. We're going to see a uh, man strength now from Brady Kachuk next season. Man, Ross, that would have been an elite party. Like we, all the boys love getting after it and getting the karaoke going. So the the night of that wedding must have been uh, absolutely off the chains. Yeah, I I don't uh, regret not being there for the morning after though. Yes, <laughs> when you're feeling it, get the AG one going for sure. But uh, any final thoughts on today's show, Pelzi? Final thoughts for me is thanks to everyone that followed along with our dev camp interviews to with Tyler Boucher in today's episode. That was the final one of the dev camp interviews. That was something kind of, I don't want to say out of our comfort zone because we were comfortable and had fun doing that, but setting that up, doing the car wash of all the interviews and, and just going through it all was a very different experience for us. And it was a lot of fun. And we've had a lot of people uh, with kind words and kind reviews for how those interviews went. So we appreciate that. And this is something I, I can see us doing every off season at dev camp. So fired up for the, the first annual dev camp car wash. Yeah. Well, maybe we could sneak our way in before the regular season and get some of the big fellows on That'd be even better. So we're, we're working on it. Big things coming here. No uh, no particular announcements per se, but we are working on a few things that we are really excited to bring to you here as season five will get underway of Locked On Senators. The biggest, the best yet. And will we finally get to cover our first ever playoff game? Oh, Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But for today, we say goodbye. we got a Send Central Citizen coming on Wednesday. Really looking forward to bringing you that conversation and a whole lot more. But for Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.